You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. Podcast. Wait, one second. There we go. Yeah, all right. I like it. Okay. Uh, today I'm joined by Brian McTurnan from the band Be Well. Brian, thanks so much for doing this. I love Be Well so much. I saw you guys bu- a bunch of times last year, and you even pulled me up on stage to sing along a few times, which was so much fun. You're also a big part of why I started this podcast. My mom and I were listening to a podcast you were on in the car one day, and she said something like, you know, you could totally have a podcast and interview people. Uh, And she chatted with her friend Rob, whose podcast you've been on, and he actually came up with the name Kids in the Pit. So shout out to Rob from My Life in Notes. Check it out on Spotify. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I love you, Gabe. I love your mom. I love your dad. And I love Rob. So this is starting off on a good note here. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So uh, anyway, now for some questions. For yeah. those that don't know, what do you do in Be Well? Uh, I sing in Be Well. Nice. Okay. So what year did Be Well start? Um, I think we played our first show in 2019. I can't believe that. Yeah, 2019. Wow. Um, I started writing the songs of, for, for a few years before that, but that um, we... Uh, I had I used to sing in a band called Battery, and we had just gotten back from a European tour with H2O, and H2O, while we were on the tour, asked us to if the new band could play a couple shows, and then here we are four years later. That's cool. I love H2O so much. They're, They're really so cool. great. Yeah. How, how old are you, Gabe? Uh, 11. Morse when I was your age, if, that, if you can believe that. What? I was I I was um I was eleven when I met Toby from H2O for the first time. That's cool. I saw yeah. you guys uh for the first time at the beginning of twenty twenty two in Baltimore because I had uh just got real gotten really into hot water music and your band opened up the show. It was at the Auto Bar, which is one of my favorite venues. Uh I had heard some Be Well uh, songs in my mom's car. I really only knew the song Magic, so I was singing along to some parts of it during the show. And you know, you noticed and reached into the crowd and gave me a high five. Soon I got more uh, into your band and learned way more lyrics and sing along to way more songs at every show. Now you're one of my favorite bands. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. I love when I see you at the shows. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Be Well song is I'll Leave You With This. And my mom actually got a tattoo of some of the lyrics. What song uh, do you suggest someone not familiar uh, with Be Well should check out? I think that's that that's a good starting place. I also think confessional is another, you know, I think those kind of uh and then I would say if you like the faster stuff, maybe tread less. So those would be three good starting places. Okay, cool. And we'll also see you this weekend at um at the first Unitarian Church with Grovis. Yeah. Well, that's gonna yeah, be I haven't played I haven't played there in twenty-five years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy, right? I went there once to see the Flatliners, 
Oh, yes. Well, I'm also a big Flatliners fan. Yeah. So uh, I heard you started doing shows when you were uh, really young like me. How old were you mm-hmm. when you went to your first show and who played? I was 10 when I went to my first show. And e by year, was... I was nine. Oh, wow. That's very cool. Um, I, the first show I went to was Uniform Choice, Soul Side, this Moral Discipline, and The Flaming Lips. Oh, cool. I yeah. don't think I know any of them, but that's still cool. And it was it was 1986. Wow. A long time. Maybe 87. I don't know. Some A very long time ago. <laughs> My dad was born in 85, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you started singing your old band, Battery, when you were really young, too. How old were you yeah. when you first joined Battery? And how old were you when you first sang on an album? Um. Well, I first joined Battery when I was 14. So I was in eighth grade. And that's when I first recorded. And it was an interesting, um, how it came together was interesting because they they didn't have a singer and they didn't expect me to sing in the band. But when they would, pra- I would go watch their practices. They were friends of mine. And because they didn't have a singer, I would sing at practice and then we'd play covers and I would sing. And they went to the studio to record the demo to try and get a singer and the guy recording it i had been explaining to him that i sing at practice and so he said okay well why don't you just go and lay down what you do at practice and then i'll run it off for them with and without your vocals and i sang on it it came out really cool and then i was the singer of the band nice so how old were you when you first got to go on tour and what was your favorite place you've ever toured in First tour I did, I was 15. Um, and I went to, I, was, I played guitar in a band called Ashes. And we went to the West Coast. And I didn't even have a, I didn't even drive yet. So we were, we were all just in high school. So we were getting driven by the guys that were putting our records out from show to show. <laughs> and nice. um, yeah, so that was, I was young when I got started. Not as young as you, but. Yeah, I hope to be uh, in a touring band by 15. I went on tour with uh, Unearth uh, just like for four days because my mom sold merch. Uh, yeah. That's it's very cool. cool. You've gotten a good head start. What do you, you sing, you play guitar, you play drums, you play bass, right? Yep. That's That's the whole thing. Now you just got to rope all your friends into getting instruments and then start a band. Yep. Well, um, and also get them into hardcore and stuff. Yeah. Actually, funny story is uh, when I was in junior high school, I got, I, I did, that's what I did. I got all my friends to get instruments and then I got them all into hardcore. And um, we all, we all started going to shows on the weekend. And this guy, Tim, who, um, record label called jade tree and he put out all these records he we all went to this show by this hardcore band called release and we all bought release t-shirts so um tim started calling my school release elementary (laughs) oh nice that's pretty funny yeah so what was your favorite movie as a kid suburbia oh nice i just watched that recently it's pretty cool right yeah it's good I yeah. hate the scene where the kid gets hit. Well, wait, wait. 
spoiler if if you don't if you guys uh if anyone watching hasn't seen suburbia yet and you want to just like fast forward like 30 seconds or something okay <laughs> uh i hate the scene so much where the little kid gets uh hit by the car yeah it's awful yeah it was a pretty like jarring movie when i was a kid but it just seemed so dangerous you know it seemed like wild and and i yeah. i like really was intrigued by like all the punk stuff and it just seemed i just thought it was really cool yeah it was very punk rock yes like if there was punk rock in one movie it'd be that yes so uh okay so for those that don't know about you you are so much more to to punk and hardcore music than just the singer of be well you've produced some of the greatest punk and hardcore records of all time including my favorite album ever, Caution by Hot Water Music, tons of albums like Strike Anywhere, and so many more. So how did you get into records producing, and what are a few records you're most proud of? Um, Let's see. It's hard to know how exactly I got into it. I mean, we... It was when I was... When I was a kid, I was basically doing what you do, which is, you know, go in the basement and record myself. and um, And then... I didn't ever really do that well in school. And when all of my friends were going to college, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life and just decided to try and record bands. And I kind of pretended I knew what I was doing for a while (laughs) and then slowly learned what I was doing. Uh, I think you've named a bunch of my favorite. I mean, you know, there's too many to list, but I mean, Strike Anywhere, Hot Water Music. um, I'm especially proud of those bands only because i've gotten to do so many records with those bands you know um and and they're some of my favorite people and favorite bands too cool so where's your uh recording studio located and what's the name of it it's in baltimore and it's called salad days and it's been in lots of different places but i i'm in the process of finishing building would will probably be the last version of it here in baltimore Cool. Named after named after a minor threat song, which is kind of cool. Yes, named after a minor threat song, a fantastic minor threat song too. I don't know if I've heard it, but I know that it's named after it. So, yeah, it's a great song. One of my favorite songs of all time. Cool. So I know you have a daughter because you sing about her in some of your songs, and you've told me about her a little. How old is she, and is she into the kind of music we are into? She's 15 and she's not into the kind of music we're into. She's into um she's into show tunes and she's very into acting and singing and she really likes um like Broadway musicals and things like that. So that's what oh, she listens okay. to. My brother isn't yeah. into um like hardcore or punk at all e- either. Well, he he kind of likes uh he likes Metallica, which isn't he likes Metallica, which is um metal, but and he also likes um, For You're Strong, kind of. You know them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's mainly into, like, pop and stuff. Right. Well, you know, he he he, there's, he has a lot of life to, to figure out. I mean, I, I wish my daughter, you know, sometimes I wish that she was into kind of punk and hardcore and stuff like that, only because I think that, um, like, for me, a lot, I, I gained so much. There's such a sense of community in the punk and hardcore world. And I've made so many friendships. I mean, aside from the music, just 
meet I've met so many awesome people doing this and through going to shows that I I hope that she finds a way to meet people in that way. Um when when you're into stuff that's a little more mainstream, it's a little bit harder, you know. Yeah. And also show uh shows are like more expensive because they're way more Yeah, and like, you know, like the thing about the thing about the thing that's so cool about hardcore shows is like you go and the band's all there, you know, and you can just walk up and talk to them. Yeah. And there's no where you go to like a Broadway musical and you might have to stand in line for two hours just to get an autograph and you're never going to talk to the performers. Yeah, you're going to have like uh, 20 seconds of talking, maybe probably right. less. But yeah. It's- and you're probably not going to like become lifelong friends with a bunch of people that also just happen to be at the show. It's just not, it's a different, you know. Yeah. I mean, almost everybody in my whole life that's important to me is I met through music, you know, so it's I I hope that she finds something. I mean, it doesn't have to be music, but something where she's able to find that for herself. Yeah, I've met so many awesome bands and people like you. So that's why that's one of the reasons I love hardcore so much, because I have so many like friends, like my best friend, uh, uh she's uh pete kohler's daughter from sick of it all and i'm like best friends with her now oh okay and my first my first show i i ever played but was with sick of it all oh that's awesome wait yeah when i was in eighth grade with uh, ashes no with battery oh yeah i'm gonna see them five times uh next month yeah in march uh i'm gonna it's like a 30-day tour with life of agony or something i think it's like 20 actually I, I, but, I love sick of it all. How did you meet Pete's daughter? Uh, well, my mom, uh, she sold merch for them uh, for a while. Mm. And okay. uh, we just went to the show and we uh, went because I liked sick of it all. And we went backstage and then we just became friends because she was backstage. I love that. She was on the tour. So, yeah, it was really fun. I love that. That's great. That's so cool. Yeah. So if, well, you tell him, be- if you talk to him, tell him I'm a super fan. Okay. <laughs> well, if you could be an animal for... A uh, day with the promise that you won't be killed or eaten. Uh, what animal would you choose? Uh, probably a dolphin. Nice. Those I like dolphins. You, I sometimes I'll be at the beach and I'll just see them like, whoo, like jumping and diving yeah. in the water, and they are so smart and they seem so happy. Yeah, and, and also uh, they could they can probably they can like really uh, hurt sharks because they know where to attack them. Right, they just headbutt them in the gills. It's really. Oh wow! That's yeah, dolphins wild. are really They're smart. Like they know where to. Animals. Yeah. Um. So, if you could tell your eleven-year-old self anything at all, what would you tell him? Um. I would say that you're. I mean, I think when I was your age, I didn't realize uh, how 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 many ups and downs are we going to be in life? And I think that I would say, you know, you're going to have failures. You're going to have your heart broken. You're going to have disappointment and try and not define yourself by your failures. But I would also say, try and you'll have successes and, and, and wins and maybe don't try and define yourself by that either. I mean, like, you know, because the thing is like, when you define yourself and your vision of life by things that are just not completely in your control, like, you know, it it can be hard. Like I I've, I've tried to focus on 
defining myself by like being a good person and a caring person and the friendships I have and how people feel about me rather than these things that are kind of arbitrary, like, like how well a record sold or how many people came to a show or, you know, things like that you can like, or like if someone didn't want to be my friend anymore, <laughs> you know, yeah. like there are things in life that are just, they're just happen and they, you know, they, they have nothing they're beyond your control. And if you let that kind of dictate how you feel about yourself, it can really do damage over time. Yeah. Well, that's a good message. Uh, so yeah. anything you'd like to add before we wrap things up? I would like to add that you're an awesome dude. And I'm so meeting you and your mom and your dad has been one of the coolest things about doing this band. And I'm really proud of you seeing you've learned to play instruments and do this podcast. And it's you're like a real inspiration. Thanks. Uh, well, yeah. thanks to Brian for joining me today, and thanks to all of you for watching or listening. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Till next week, bye. And also, Brian, can't wait to see you Saturday. Yeah, bud. I'll see you then. See ya.